the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. And I was thinking this week as we are... Always, I, I guess, we always should be being stretched and being challenged. Too many of us are looking for the easy life and for comfort. And uh, I don't know how biblical that is. Uh, what I do know is what Isaiah said in Isaiah 54. And he first challenges the barren woman to sing. And then after he challenges her to sing, uh, which, which may sound a little crazy to begin with, uh, then in verse 2 he says, get to work, enlarge stretch the curtains make room because i'm going to i'm going to do something and i believe in a god that does great things i don't know how big your god is somebody mentioned to me uh, about a little holy spirit but is he's no little he's not little at all and i believe the reason why god wants us to stretch to grow to make room is because of the size of the blessing that he has to pour out on us and so today you may be asking, you may be asking, you may be praying, Lord, do this, do that, save this one, heal that one. I'm here to tell you, make room, make room for God's blessings, make room for the answer you're praying for, make room because what God wants to do is bigger than what you can imagine. The Bible tells us that eye has not seen nor ear has heard nor has entered into the thoughts of man, what God has prepared for you. So I want to, I want to challenge you today. Get ready. Be prepared because God is going to bless you above and beyond what you can imagine. What he can do, no man can fathom. And so get ready, enlarge, stretch, grow, and make room for his blessing. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm in the studio with, uh, with a friend, with a man that I'm blessed to be in the studio with today. And I say this often. I say this almost. I think I say it every time. I thank God for the men and women that travel the globe and they preach all over the world and they go from stadium to stadium and they preach and they jump on a plane and, and, and they go to the next, the next venue. But there's a special place, I believe, in God's heart for those men and women that are local pastors. Yes. They stay. They, they pray. They don't run out after they preach. Uh, they don't, they're not looking for the back door to sneak out of, but, but they, they do the altar call and they lay hands on everybody that, that is coming for prayer. And I thank God for the local pastor. To me, the local pastor is the top calling, in, in my opinion. I'm not looking for another place to go. I love the pastor. I love to be a pastor. And today I'm here with a pastor, Pastor John Anamiki. He is the senior pastor of Bethel Covenant Church. Pastor John, I'm so happy that you're here with us today. Thank you so much. God bless you, Pastor Marcus. It's very honored to be here. You know, uh, Many people know of you all over the world and in San Antonio. But there's a few people that have not heard, and that's where my job comes in. I want to introduce 
those that have not heard of you. Uh, I want to introduce you to them. And by the way, if you don't know, Pastor John is on our radio on KSLR here uh, every Friday at 730. Uh, so you can hear it. You can listen to the powerful word that he preaches. God has put a word in his mouth and he is he has sure been talented in his communication of that word. And uh, I thank God for that, uh, Pastor John. And so, Pastor John, tell me a little bit. I want to I want to go back before we get to Bethel Covenant, before we get to, you know, where you are today and all the plans that you're doing. I want I want to hear about way back uh, where where it all started. Are, are you are you a PK? Where are you from? Your accent tells me you're not from around here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell me a little God. bit about you that. You know, now I'm in San Antonio. I'm from San Antonio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, God bless you one more time. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm originally from Nigeria. My name is John Anamiki. Um, I was born and raised in Nigeria for the first 20 years of my life. Um, to the glory of God, I moved here when I was 20. Um, to Grand Prairie um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, I came in here with my mom and my younger brother. And, of course, my, I, I came to San Antonio for dental school. But basically, um, I'm a pastor's child. Uh, we're, we're a family of six children, mm-hmm. um, number five, three boys, three girls. We were raised in a, in a Christian home, got a Christian home. Um, I gave my life to Christ at the age of six um, three months after I gave my life to Christ, my dad passed. Wow. And uh, so that was a very defining moment in, in our journey uh, because I remember when I wanted to go out to give my life to Christ, and he didn't tell me. I just heard the, the message preached, and I said I wanted to go. He said go. So I moved forward, gave my life to Christ. It was a different preacher that preached in that service. And three months later, um, he went to be with the Lord at the age of 41. So he died very young in, in ministry mm-hmm. and in service. But very, I'm very grateful to the Lord that I do the Lord personally for myself and my siblings as well. My mom raised us in a godly home, um, made sure we served the Lord, knew the Lord personally, uh, and, and we just stayed faithful to the Lord. My, if I look at our journey, and when I say our oh, now, because it's not just me alone, it's been my family and I, even now with my wife, has been a journey of consistently staying in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, were there distractions that would have made us leave the Lord? Yes. But one thing my mom always encouraged me growing up was stay with the Lord. Stay with the same God your father served. And if you stay with him, he's going to take care of us. So even when we didn't have food, many nights we didn't have food to eat. Sometimes we only had one new dress a year. Sometimes we didn't know what we we're going to eat, really. Sometimes we would pray, and God would say, touch someone. Then there were no telephones in Africa. A man of God would come and say, the Lord woke me up at night and say, bring food to this family. So I saw miracles happen yeah. as a seven, eight-year-old child. And we just stayed faithful to the Lord, involved ourselves in church. You know, my mom carried out the wishes of my dad to make sure that every child was educated. So with her little elementary school salary, and just trusting God for scholarships, we went to school. Um, and, of course, I went to dental school. So I'm, I'm a dentist by, by professional training. Um, God made a way for us to come to the United States through one of our, uh, one of our family friends who then they used to have the visa lottery program. I'm not okay. sure if it's still on for Nigeria. But 
at the time she applied for it, and that was a big breakthrough. How that happened, we were we had a 60-day fasting and prayer in our church back in Nigeria. My mom and the entire family were so involved in it. And at the end of that 60-day fasting and prayer, there was a breakthrough. And the breakthrough came in for us to come into the U.S. And that's how we're here. God just opened one door after the other. Got into dental school in San Antonio. Very grateful to have come into the best dental school in the country. Went into periodontics, my periodontal surgery residency program. I'm a periodontist now to the glory of God. And, and I remember the promise that I made to the Lord. I, I told the Lord, if you would help me to get to the very peak of my career, I will serve you mm-hmm. with all my life. No matter what, if you ask me to drop the degree, drop everything, I'll drop it in an instant. But I want to be the best I can be for the yeah. Lord. I believe that God needs Christian periodontists. I believe yes. that God needs Christian dentists. Also, people in the marketplace that would not only represent him, him even in the church, but also in the marketplace, in, in, the, in, the, in the medical facilities. And that's a commitment my wife and I have made. My wife, by the grace of God, is a physician. She's a professor at the medical school. But our lives are completely devoted to the Lord and to serving his people. Midway into my training, the Lord called me to ministry. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to be a pastor. So midway, he called me into ministry, and we started the church. And uh, God is doing great things. Yeah. That's what I can say. Wow, that, that, is a, that is a powerful testimony. And uh, the power of it, I believe, is in, is in that commitment. Right. You know, because it is not easy. I would imagine it is not easy being a single mom and uh, six children no. and trying to figure out how we're going to eat, how we're going to get through this. And, uh, but at the same time, we can, we can see God now on this side where, where God has God has blessed you right. and your family and, and has, has, has done things. And a lot of, I would, I would imagine, because of the struggle, the faithfulness within the struggle really does produce the ability to, like I, like I read in, in Isaiah 54, to stretch and to be able to have more. Right. You know, because we, the Bible says faithful in the few. Yes, I will. I will give you. You are you're very correct, Pastor Marcus. You know, um, I grew up always being reminded of the scripture from my mom, where Paul said, "I know whom I believed, Mm -hmm. and I'm persuaded that it's able to keep that which I've committed unto His hand against that day." Um, It almost brings tears to my eyes because I. I know many times my mom would cry, like, Lord, you have to step in. And the truth is God always stepped in. I mean, he really did. Mm-hmm. We, we may not have had everything we wanted, but we had all the things that we needed. That's right. And, and he, he said, David said, since I was young and I'm old, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. No, his seed begged for bread. And God kept to every word. He gave to us. And, and and if I look back at our lives, even when this event happened in my life in 1987 until today, just staying with the Lord. I think that's the major um, key to how God helped us through to where we are today. You know, just staying with the Lord. It wasn't funny. We didn't have a car. We walked to church. We went to revival meetings. They closed at 10 p.m. We didn't know what we were going to eat when we came back home. But staying 
with the Lord. You know, even to the point where the Bible says, you know, in First Samuel 30, David and when even when the 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 the, the servants and the, his team members wanted to stone him, right. the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord his God. We learn to encourage ourselves in adversity, knowing fully well that in the scriptures, God came through for many people. And so we encourage ourselves knowing fully well that that same God mm-hmm. who came through for them would come through for us. And so when we see what God is doing in our lives now, we can really attest to the fact that this is a faithful God. Yes. And I want to encourage everyone that's listening to us today, you know, you're going through stuff. And that's just life. Life would always present you with situations that are not pleasant. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, not even the sinner. So that you're going through stuff doesn't mean you're a sinner. You, that you're going through stuff may even be an attestation of the fact that you're righteous. But the good news is that the Lord delivers him from them all. And so we don't stop being righteous because that's what the devil wants us to do. And I think there were many temptations to look for the easy path, which the devil wants us to do so that we don't get the rest of the blessings. But if you can stay committed to the Lord, if you can hold on to the Lord, if you can stay encouraged to the word of God, I guarantee you the word of God is forever settled. The Bible says forever it's yea and amen. God's word would always come to pass. God will bring you through through the waters, through the rivers, through the fire, you're going to come out better than you went in. I just want to encourage somebody today because he did it for me. He can do it for Isn't me. Isn't that the best sermon? Amen. Yeah. Uh, the sermon that we've lived through, the sermon of our life. Yes. I was talking with someone the other day and mentioned how some prophets uh, had, had, were able to speak the word of God. Other prophets had to live the through. process, yeah, to live live through the word of God. Yeah, that's a, he he told he told marry her. Yeah, what you know? Eat yeah. this. What? And they had to actually live out uh, the message. And and your life has been part of that prophetic word. That today you're you're in a place because of the price. And I'm reminded uh, in in Romans eight seventeen where where it says. If you want, if you want to indeed share in the glory, you must also share, you know, in in the pain. Right. And so it's it's there, it's there for us to uh, Romans eight seventeen for us to be able to to handle that glory. Not everybody can handle that. No, not everybody. You have to be strong enough to handle that. And how do you get strong enough? Is going through the pain. It's going through the, the process right. of the blessing. So hold on. Thank you for that word. Um, I, so you, 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 you grew up a PK and, and then tragedy hit, which is, you know, sometimes we don't realize that. It's that a defining moment. Tragedy even hits men of God. True, it does. You know, and like you said, it may even, it may even be the, the reason why you, you can be called righteous because of the trouble you've been through. And, and, and so from that point on and you study, God will have been faithful to your family and you studied, you're in, you're in, you're in Texas now and you went through your career and God called you. Tell me a, a little bit about how was that calling process? You, 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 you know, I've been involved in serving in the ministry. I was serving in, in a church here called the Redeemed Christian Church of God, um, wonderful ministry here as a choir leader, youth pastor, assistant pastor serving faithfully. I never had a problem. I just say I enjoyed my time. Again, I had 
responsibility, but the primary responsibility is not to be the pastor right. of the church. And I today celebrate every pastor. Uh, honestly, <laughs> pa- pastors are a gift to the to the body of Christ. I could take a vacation if I wanted. I'm not the pastor of the church. I'm just helping you out. And last year of my of my training at the UT Health Science Center, the Lord told me, um, your time of serving as an associate or helping out in the different ministries is over. I needed to start a new ministry in San Antonio. And uh, I almost lost my mind because I almost thought it wasn't God that was speaking to me. I couldn't sleep for days. You started rebuking the devil. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, but you know, just like in everything, you, you can recognize the voice of yes. God if you've heard it before, that's especially right. in your time of adversity. And that's why that a time of adversity is very key. You'll be able to pay attention to the voice of God that leads you through the path into the other side. So God spoke to me, told me who to talk to. I did all that I had to do, committed myself to one year of fasting and prayer. I basically could count how many days I ate that year. Right. Just my family and I were just committed to prayers. And God gave us the name of the church. We started in my living room with a prayer group. And um, it wasn't easy, I'm not going to lie, you know, because the first question my wife asked me was, where are the people going to come from? I was like, whoa, that's a good question. I didn't (laughs) ask the Lord that. I'm going to ask him. But, you know, just like, you know, Isaac asked Abraham, we we have the fire, you know, Um, we have the wood, but where's the lamb? And Abraham said, the Lord will provide. And I asked the Lord, the Lord said, don't worry, you just obey me and I'm going to send the people. And so we started with eight people in my living room. My living room is so small, you can't have more than 10 people there. And to the glory of God, six years later, you know, we have over 600 people excited about God, worshiping God in spirit and in truth. I don't know how God did it, but I know God brought the people. And every day we stayed through to say true to God by just following his direction. The same voice that told me to start. Mm-hmm. The same voice is what we're listening to every day. It's the same voice that told us to start a building project. It's the same voice that told us the permanent location of the church. It's the same voice that tells me what to preach every Wednesday, every Friday, every Sunday. So I stay connected to the voice. And my job is to listen. The Bible says you will hear his voice. You know, He will tell you this is the way to go. You will hear a voice behind you telling mm-hmm. you this is the way to go. Walk in it. And I think that's the story of what God is doing in our ministry, in our lives. It's a story of obedience to the voice of God. I I don't know everything. We don't know everything. And I don't believe that there's anybody that knows everything. Because God operates in times and seasons. Mm -hmm. But you need to know what God is saying in this season to his church. The Bible says he that has an ear should hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And so what I've decided and trained myself and my wife together, we try to listen to what God is saying to his body, to his church. And can I be honest with you? I know this is on air. We are not by any way, our destinies are not tied to the church. Our destinies are tied to God. Yes. We've we've resolved in our heart that it's obedience to God and not to church. We're there to serve his people and if he says, you know, your time is up serving here, I need you to move here, we would gladly take our stuff and move. Yeah. We, we've just learned through our lives to know that it's better to please God than to try to run a dynasty on our, on our, 
an organization. So that's what the story of Bethel is all about. It's about the move of God. It's about what God wants to do in San Antonio. And that's why I believe that God is blessing his church in San Antonio. You know, you made reference earlier in the devotionals to Psalms 1. Right. And uh, being planted by the rivers of water. And sometimes we, we mistaken what the rivers of water really is. It's it's not, like you said, it's, our, our destinies are not tied to a church. No. Uh, but they should be tied to him, to God, and to what he's saying. And our obedience and our loyalty is to him. Because the church is the bride of Christ. It's his. Even we pastors are a church. Yeah. We are the church of Christ. We pastors. Yes, we have an opportunity to serve. But our destinies is all connected to him. Because in the last day, he's going to ask us, what have you done for me? Mm-hmm. And we'll give an account, and we're going to stand to represent ourselves and our stewardship to God. We can't even speak for the church. He would hold us accountable for what we do for the church. Right. So every day, I think the goal of every believer is to focus on Christ. If you, if you, if you miss every other thing, don't miss Christ. And if you can please Christ, you've gained everything. Everything. Amen. Amen. Wow. So now, now Bethel Covenant Church is established, and uh, you guys are are on uh, on Bandera Road, sixty eight twelve Bandera Road, and you're right behind the Chachos, the Chachos, yeah. right? Everybody knows where that Chachos is, yeah. and so you're behind there. What time are your services? Uh, we have um, during the middle of the week. Wednesdays we meet seven p.m. for Bible study. On on Fridays we meet for a powerful prayer service. Um, if if you really love to pray. You can come on if you really want to pray. You yeah. want to learn how to pray or you have burdens in your heart. You want to talk to God about Friday night is your night. 7 p.m. is our prayer night. Then Sundays we have three services that are open for everyone's convenience. 8.30 a.m. is is our good morning Jesus service. Then we have a fresh anointing service at 10 a.m. And the final service, which is our Holy Ghost service, is the 11.30 a.m. service. So we have three services on Sunday and two midweek services. Amen. And so, but you guys are, are busy. You guys do a lot of stuff. What What is coming up on the calendar? Great things Beth- are happening. Great things are happening. Uh, we have uh, uh, the San Antonio Fire Conference taking place October 21st through the 27th. It's going to be a one week of San Antonio bombarding heaven. Yes. I believe that God's attention, I always say it on the pulpit, God's headquarters is San Antonio. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and so the atmosphere is going to be open for believers really praying. There's no restriction to attendance, church. We don't, we don't mind what church you're from, Catholic, Anglican, Protestant, Pentecostal, Baptist. We are God's church, yes. so we want everyone to come together. We just worship God in spirit and truth and really seek his face. It's Fully prayers for one week, October 21st to the 27th. And um, one of our special highlights for the year is the International Thanksgiving Sunday. We have over 25 nationalities in our church. Of course, we know San Antonio is blessed with people from different nations. So we all come together Sunday morning, 10 a.m., December the 8th. Don't miss it. It's going to be a wonderful time. In the presence of God, where we celebrate, we wear different national regalia just to worship God 
in spirit and in truth. Then finally, the end of the year, it's a crossover service that takes place December 31st. The best thing that can ever happen to you in a year is to cross over in the presence of God and start your year with the Lord. So it's going to be a wonderful time of worship and praise. So come with your family. It's 6812 Bandera Road, um, next to Chachos, between Hubner and uh, Grissom Road, right there. You can't miss it. If you can get to Chachos, you're right there. Yeah. We're gonna, we, we enjoy God's presence, and it's a place to be. And I invite everybody, come with your family. If you're looking for a church, you need a place where you can worship God. You need family. You need a place where you can connect with other believers that are sincere and love the Lord. Bethel Covenant Assembly of God is the place for you. You, we can also find you on the internet, BethelCovenantAG.org, so we could uh, find out all the things that you guys are doing. There's always, you, you'd like to bring in other speakers as well. Yes, we, um, in fact, we have other speakers that are coming uh, for our conferences. We have Thai Tribute coming for our Young Adults Conference. All right. Um, it's going to be a powerful time. We'll You've have, had a friend of mine several that's times right. now. Oh, my Lord. Yes. Pastor Sam. Reverend Samuel Rodriguez. <laughs> he comes in every year. He's coming again next year by the grace of God uh, for a service. Todd Delaney yes. is coming for a worship night at, a, at the church. Dr. Sharon Nesbitt. So we have a, a, a great um, number of ministers that come. The goal is to build the body of Christ, yes. you know, and we give opportunity for all fivefold ministry for, for to find expression in Bethel. So you're welcome. Come join us. Yes. So San Antonio, I want to tell you from experience, I have been. Uh, I've been to Bethel and I have enjoyed it so much. And I want to invite you to come on out, come on out to church Sunday service or one of these special events. Right. Uh, you can come on out a weekday prayer I think I'm going to go to the prayer service. I, I really do think I'm going to get over there. And so, San Antonio, thank you uh, for being part of uh, the Church of the Week program. Pastor John, again, my honor, my pleasure to have you here in studio thank with you us so today. Much. Uh, Bethel Covenant Church, God bless you. San Antonio, God bless you. We God love bless you. you, San Antonio. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 